You're currently listening to a message from the Camp Series of Christ for Youth International. CYI is a purpose-driven, non-denominational, and community-based youth ministry aimed at creating room for the youth to serve. Stay tuned for the upcoming message from Camp. And don't forget to grab your notebook and pen as you listen. All right. Oh, amen. All right. So, just something quick. I'll probably run through the first part, and then maybe at the last part, I'll just stay on it a bit longer. And I'm like, we're in a year of harvest. We already know that. And I feel like it's important for us to know that there are two parts of being a Christian, or at least I've identified two parts. If you know any other parts, we can talk after this. But I know two parts, and there's the part of service, and there's the part of a personal relationship. Is it making sense? Or I should keep going there, you get it. Like there are two parts, right? So there's a part of you that is in service, and and then there's a part of you that is having a personal relationship. Now, you can compare this to marriage, okay? So supposing a man owns a very huge company, because that's what makes the example work. So supposing someone owns like a very huge company, right? And he gets married to someone. What happens is that now that he's married to the person, or let me continue and say that he gets married to a certain lady and the lady now works in the company. But the lady is also his wife, okay? Now, the lady has a personal relationship with the husband. Is it making sense? So when it comes to the husband, they have something personal. There are some things that is personal to her. It's not like, it's not something that she has with everyone. It's something that she has with only the husband. And then when she goes to the company as well, there are some things that she does which is not personal, but it is service. And so just because you are the wife of the owner of the company does not mean that if you are not producing, we'll keep you there. Is it making sense? Uh-huh. So there's the part where she is serving in a company, and then there's a the part where she has a personal relationship with the husband. Is it making sense? All right. And so there are two parts of you. Now, when it comes to personal relationship, I'm like, we already know. We need to have like a good personal relationship with God. But I just want to focus a bit more on the work side. Do you see? Because the harvest requires a lot of work. And sometimes we have this thing, we say that, oh, like, it's the work of God. I'm like, I feel like we've left the work of God so much to spontaneous acts that we are not intentional anymore. We always go like, oh, God will build his church. Oh, it's fine. Like, you cannot really look at numbers. Like, it's not about the numbers. It's about the heart of the people. But it is not true. Work is measurable. If we cannot measure the work you are doing, then there's a problem. Because even if we want to use science... Science shows us that there's a, there's a formula for measuring work. When effort is applied, we're able to measure the amount of work that has been put into something. Please, are you following? Oh, are you following? All right. And so, when you say you are putting in work, we should be able to measure it. How you even get promotion at work is when your work has been measured. And we can see that you've put in a certain effort. So we can now say that, oh, this guy has worked so much and they deserve like a lift, a a raise. They deserve to be lifted to another position because they can handle a new capacity. Is it making sense? But if you leave everything to being spontaneous and just say that, oh, it's not about the number of people, then we are actually deceiving ourselves. When we look at um, 
Acts chapter 2, verse 47. Acts chapter 2, verse 47 says that they were continually filled with the praises of God. Sorry. They were continually filled with praises to God, enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord kept adding to their number daily those who were coming to life. Another scripture also says that it is God's will that all men are saved. First Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. It is his will that all men are saved. Which means that God is looking at all men. All men has a number. Like when you count all men, you come to a certain number. And so God is looking at having that number of people saved. It is not the few people. It's God has not called us to a few people. God has called us to, I mean, like every company wants to expand. They want to be able to produce more. And so our production, how we know that we are producing is when we have enough souls, when we have more souls. One of the things that I struggled with at some point is I was like, oh, like if you are looking at numbers, numbers, isn't that going to take your personal relationship from God? But that is not true. If in increasing numbers, your personal relationship with God goes away, it means that you did not go back to the one who sent you. Because someone sent you. Do you see it? I mean, like, every one of us who is working, when you're working, you always go back to your boss and you ask, like, what's the review? Or you do monthly or annual reviews. Do you see it? Or you go back to them, you have meetings with stakeholders, and you ask them, what do you require? You show them the work. I'm like, if you're going through a normal work process, you show them, this is the progress so far. Are we on track? But if you just go and you work freestyle and you don't go back to the one who sent you, that's when we have the problem. Yeah, you come back and you finish the work, but that is not what you were asked to do. Is it making sense? So instead of thinking that, oh, I'm going for numbers and I might lose relationship, why don't you rather, now that you know that you could lose relationship, why don't you start being intentional about your relationship with God? It is extremely important. Amen. Oh, amen. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, the Bible tells us that it is God who both acts and will inside of us. It is God working in us, giving us the desire and the power to do what pleases him. And so even for you to get to a certain number, it is God that is going to take you there. Keeping people is not easy. I mean, like, actually, keeping a large number might be easy. But actually leading them to Christ is not easy. And it's actually something else I want to like hit on. That most often, when an increase happens somewhere, or at least in my experience, what I've come to realize is that at some point, when I thought we're increasing, we're rather replacing people. Yeah, like at some point, when you look for some old people, you can't find them anymore. You can only find, like every time, new faces. I'm happy with it, but where are the old people? Yeah, and sometimes you find out that, no offense, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just saying something. Like, sometimes you find out that there's a particular old person. That old soul has been there for long. Everyone keeps coming and they keep going and they are there. Sometimes, I'm not saying all the time, sometimes it's not because they are loyal. Sometimes it is possible that they are the ones who are sacking all the old people. Yeah, it's very possible. Because sometimes we make, like, we can be so hard on people unnecessarily. Sometimes we don't realize the fact that God has, listen, like we all hurt you know. We are all in pain. You are not the only one who is hurting. Sometimes we think we are hurting so much and the world doesn't understand. All of us, the world doesn't understand us. It's not just you. I'm like, even when you read John 17, Bible tells us that like even the world we are in, they are going to hate us. 
So they don't understand us. They are not supposed to. Am I making sense? It's like being in the hospital and you are in pain. And then you decide to squeeze someone else's wound because you are in pain. So you are screaming, ah, and then you are squeezing someone else's wound. So in you healing your wounds, you are hurting someone else who is also hurt. And it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Guys, listen, we are all in a place where all of us are hurting. Yeah, you might think, oh, like me, this is, it hurts so much. Oh, I've been hurt greatly. Listen, like, if you should, if you should listen to the stories of other people, you'd be surprised how broken people are. Yeah. I'm like, there was a point in my life where you always find me smiling, but I was struggling. I was the saddest person. I was struggling with self-confidence, everything. Yeah, but I was always smiling. So it would be easy for someone to just throw a random comment. It's one thing that Pastor Elton taught me. That was about, I think, five or six years ago. I was just fooling around a catalyst. And I remember there was a canopy that was coming down. And I just, it was just coming down. I just went like, hey, we are dead. And Pastor Elton just moved from the, from the canopy. And it's like, Ima. And he called me on the side and gave me Proverbs 18, 21. And he says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And those who enjoy its fruits will eat of it thereof. It has guided me ever since. Yeah. Listen, you need to understand, eh? Like, your words have so much power. And people around you need encouragement. The fact that you are hurting should even let you know that someone else is also hurting. You are not the only person. So what you want to be done to you, do to someone else. Yeah, you should be concerned. I mean, like, you should be concerned. Are you not concerned that you are the only Christian? Listen, if you are the only person with money in your area, everyone is going to steal from you. Yeah. But if everyone else has money, you can leave your car there and they also have a car. No one is going to take your car. If you can have enough Christians around you, you are not going to struggle anymore. Yeah. But we keep pushing people away. We keep hurting people because we are hurting. We can't control our emotions. We are so uncontrollable with our emotions. A little thing, like no emotional intelligence. Oh, it's... Then you want to go. You want to leave. You want to run. But you should recognize that where you are is where we're saving you. Am I making sense? Yeah. Family is supposed to hurt. The people closer to you hurt you more than the people who are far. Yeah, so the closer people get to you, the more they can hurt you. As I'm standing here, I cannot slap a coffer. But if I get to her, I will, she will feel it. Yeah. So the people who can step on your toes are the people who are very close to you. So don't push people away. Yeah. Learn to forgive. Learn to, listen, the cross, let me, let me start ending. When you look at the cross, one of the things I, Pastor Elton also taught us in discipleship class is that when you look at the, like, the description that Jesus Christ was sweating blood, It's an actual thing. You can actually go and check. It's an actual thing that when you go through a certain high level of agony, you start to sweat blood. None of us has gotten to a point where we are about to die or we have died. The cross we carry also involves holding on to people, enduring. And that's what we did last year, enduring love. You need to learn to understand that, listen, I'm let me say this. You see, my hands right now, they, they, they seem okay. If one of my fingers should cut off right now, God forbid, by the way, if one of my fingers cuts off right now, the whole body is going to go to the hospital. My, part of my body is not going to be there and say, oh, you go to the hospital, we'll be with you, we'll pray for you. We all go together. 
and we are all the body of Christ. Is it making sense? Yeah. We are all the body of Christ. And so if one person hurts, we all hurt. Do not ever think that that one, one person hurting or that one person walking away, oh, they are the uh, what, son of perdition. No, 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 no. Or the daughter of perdition, if there's anything like that. It, it's not that person at all. It is you. If people keep coming around you and they keep leaving, maybe the problem is you. If no one understands you, maybe it's because you don't understand anyone. Yeah, guys, let's just learn. Listen, like, if we are going to have a great harvest, we have to learn to add to the ones who are there. Increase, if I say two plus two, the answer is not two. The answer is four. The reason is because we are adding two to the existing two. Hey, am I making sense? Yeah. So let's learn to add to what is there. Instead of thinking, I'm like, of course, if you don't serve, God is going to replace you. That one, okay? But then the people who are there, even if they are, listen, like everyone has different capacities. Yeah, my, my son cannot, sometimes I see my son and he's stressed over a toy. Like he's trying to open a toy, he can't do it, and he just goes, Ugh. But then I look at him, I, I can't be stressed about a toy. But that's his capacity. To him, it is stressful. So it's possible that what you can do, someone can do it, not because they are not matured or anything, but because their capacity is not there yet. Yeah, and then, so, you see, in you enduring that person, your capacity for enduring people who are slow is being tested. So if you fail to help that person, it means you that you are saying that someone's capacity is low, you to your capacity is low. Is it making sense? Yeah, so in this harvest, guys, let's learn, let's, listen, let's, let's focus on the numbers. Focus on the numbers and let's focus on leadership. Let's focus on growing ourselves, our personal relationship with God. Let's make sure that we are personally growing. And as we grow, it would naturally, say, I promise you, it would naturally just go in your people. I promise you. I've, I'm even excited. There are some things I want to discuss with Pastor Rod. Not because, not victory, things I've won overall, but things that I'm struggling with. Because I've come to see that anytime Pastor Rod says something, it is easier for me to do. Yeah. And so if you grow yourself, your people are naturally going to have that growth. So as long as you are growing, you are fine. Your people are going to grow. Amen. All right. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. Hope you've been blessed. For more information and resources, visit any of our social media platforms. The website for the ministry is www.connectcyi.org. Instagram is at ConnectCYI. And Facebook is Christ for Youth International.